So we we know what your we know what your first car was from a previous episode. Yeah, that Pinto with the transformer beta tape thing or whatever. So do you know what my first car was? A um, I'm gonna go a Toyota Corolla. Oh dang, you remember that? Or did did you did you guess that or did you know from did I did I day? really guess right? Yeah. No, I didn't remember that. I literally just guessed that. Wow. I was like, hmm, what kind of car would Jamie's first car be? Is that seriously? That's awesome, it dude. <laughs> you guessed that. That's amazing. That's fucking it was. Totally it was amazing. a Toyota 2001 Toyota Corolla S. And I thought it was rad because it was a, 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 a it's 2001. I got it in my 20s because I was in the overseas, you know, stationed overseas in the military. Uh, but it was an S. So it was kind of the sporty Corolla. So it had the black interior with the, it was all sporty looking and it had a little spoiler on the back. And I thought it was just so cool. It was my eighties kid dream. Cause now I had a cool sporty car too, but it really was just a, a, a pig with lipstick because it was just, it was still a Corolla. And when you try to get on the freeway and you're like, yeah, I'm going to jam it with my S but it would still go ee still really struggle to to pick up speed to get to merge on the freeway and then you it's realize like i'm oh, still just a toyota corolla you're still just a toyota corolla you just have oh. a cool interior and a little spoiler on the back uh so that's again kids disappointment uh, rears its head in all 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 always how much did it cost at the time back in 2001 it was like 16 grand or something brand new yeah all that uh, navy money yeah, well, you're floating around on the ship just saving money, and then you get out, you're like, hey, down payment on an S. Yeah, I'm going to buy me a fancy Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not as bad as my second car. You might have remembered that. We might have worked together at the time. Uh, uh, a Honda. No, no, oh. it was a minivan. Did you have a minivan? I did. It was a gold one, too. I sold my manhood for a gold minivan. This does sound familiar. I, I've, I Do you remember like... that? We worked together, and I had it. I feel like I remember making fun of you for having a minivan. Everybody did until yeah. they needed it. <laughs> I remember we worked with a guy and he's like, ha making fun, making fun. And then we had a trip to Vancouver with a bunch of uh, friends. And then he's, he's like, oh, let's use your minivan. Then we can go in one car. I'm like, oh, you like the minivan now, don't you? Um, on one of my trips to Seattle there, uh, they gave me a minivan as a rental. And it was funny because it was when I was kind of selling my condo. And so I had to like move a bunch of stuff and it just lucked out that I got a minivan from the rental place. They upgraded me automatically and it came in so handy with moving stuff. And then you pull the back seat out and like the whole time I'm like, dude, this is amazing. This is so amazing. It's totally amazing. Yeah. I'm like, and I don't have people knocking minivans, but they're awesome. I kept joking. I'm like, I'm going to get a minivan. And, but I didn't mean it because I would never drive a minivan. No matter how useful it is, it's still a minivan, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. no self respecting man would drive a minivan. I know. That's why divorced guys get Corvettes. <laughs> That's right. All I got was the, was the Corolla, only it was an old Corolla instead of a new one. Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that crap. 
I am Milo Dennison, and with me is... Jamie Fenderson, and today we reveal our top four coolest 80s TV cars. Yes, so we had to put some criteria on this, didn't we, Jamie? Yeah, we had to, we had to put some boundaries around us, because otherwise things would have got crazy. Yeah, yeah, so no animated cars uh, was one of the rules. It has to be a TV car, can't be in the movies. Yeah, TV car from the 80s, uh, and it has to be live action. Because originally, like, well, were they just the coolest cars of our childhood? And then things got really weird. We got overwhelmed. Yeah. Is what happened. But this is a cool uh, segment because we have the top four list as a segment, mainly with our articles on the webpage. Uh, But we also have the reveal. And this is kind of a hybrid. This is kind of a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner where we reveal our top four 80s TV cars. Yes. And I love reveals because I don't know what your what your cars are. No, that's the exciting part. When going through the list, I'm like, I wonder what Jamie's going to pick. Like, because I, I don't want us to pick the same car. For I did the things. same thing. Yeah. But now we're going to pick the same cars I because we, we picked the ones that we didn't want to pick. And we're going to have to talk about the ones we would have picked. Yeah, I didn't, though. I decided to go against it and go, you know what? These are the cars I'm picking regardless of what Jamie picks. So okay. I'm sticking by my choices. Okay. All right. So how do we want to do it? We just, just do like our number four and then three, so two, here, and one. Here's or? what I'm thinking. So it, it could be in no particular order. All right. It's not like a top, like you know, top to bottom. It's just, just four in no particular order. Oh, okay. And I went in order. Is, hmm. You have an order. If you have an order, that's fine. That's fine. I don't have an order. You have okay. an order. All right. But that's not going to ruin anything. It ruins it, man. No, we can't do the podcast. Anymore. No, canceled. Off the air before it is. <laughs> off the air. We're not friends anymore either. No, nope, that's it. We were going to watch football today, but that's over. Yep. Screw the Seahawks. I don't care if they win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm excited, Milo. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for your first car, buddy. So my first car is the GMC 4x4 driven by Colt Seavers in the Fog Guy, the 1981 classic TV show. He jumps that truck. There was a little hidden bed thingy in that truck. Uh, it was badass. And I yeah. wanted that truck when I watched that show. Yeah. Do you know what my first, my, what's first on my list? The GMC truck from Fall Guy? The GMC 4x4 long bed from Fall Guy. Yes. He majors the Fall Guy, 1981 to 1986. He was a stunt man, uh, but when work was slow, he just like moonlighted as a as a bounty hunter when he's kind of unemployed. Because that's what stunt men do, right? When they're when they're when work's slow. Here's what I loved about it is it, it's kind it's a it, it's a it's kind of a humble truck, right? But somehow it has this '80s jumping power, you know, that cars had back then. Where yeah. There were they could even they could just go into half a brick wall and still like ramp over it somehow. Or there's ramps conveniently located everywhere in the 80s. Remember All that? Over the you cities, could just man. Yeah. jump through billboards from off ramps. Uh, you could hit you could just run right into a curb and where other, you know, at other times in human history, your car would have just like broke its tires and you would have crashed. Not eight, not in the eighties. There was something magical about the eighties where you could run right into a curb and somehow you would just ramp over it in slow motion. And what was cool about that truck too, is it had those big poofy tires. So when it would do the jump, it would kind of bounce a little bit, yeah. you know, on the <laughs> yeah, landing. I mean, but it was in slow motion. So you could see that bounce. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he was so cool too. Like, I mean, yeah, he's a stuntman. So he's doing these stunts. It's a comedy uh, all around. It's a great show. Yeah. And um, I actually looked into finding, it was a 1980, at least it started with a 1980 GMC 4x4 K24. And I couldn't find one and I didn't search a lot. I'm sure I can, but I didn't find any, but similar trucks, I I thought they'd be cheap, uh, but similar trucks are like from other years, like 20,000 bucks. Damn. Yeah. So going pretty much for more than they went for originally, I can't imagine they would have sold for 20,000 in the early eighties. I mean, it would have had to been like under 10, you know? Yeah. I don't know, but uh, hmm. this was a commercially available truck back then, you know, but they obviously, you know, put a lot of suspension on, on this, on the truck they used. And you know, they probably wrecked a few in the process and. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that it's interesting that that was the first on your list and that was the first on my list. Because I remember when I was a kid, distinctly, that truck jumping off ramps and jumping through things all the time. It's just it, it it's just in in my head is that truck jumping around the eighties. Yeah, it was cool. All right, well you go next. What do you got? All right, so I, this here we go. This is on your list. I know it is. All right. The uh, Knight Industries 3000, otherwise known as Kit from Knight Rider. It is indeed on my list. I you, knew it was okay. You I, can't, I, I was going to be like, go ahead and just say it now because it's on your list. We know it is. I mean, you can't go best cars from the 80s without having Kit on that list. No, no. That's a 1982 Pontiac Trans Am, which is a two-door coupe. Uh, but in the show, I guess this Trans Am... Uh, was modified with a turbojet engine and uh, custom afterburners. You hit the turbo boost. Yeah. You could do the jump. You could do the, uh, it, you remember in later seasons, they modified it and it could turn into a convertible. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. But what I really liked about it is, you know, we have these self parking cars and even self driving cars now, and that's cool. But th- this is still a whole new level because Kit was an artificially intelligent, self-aware car. He He's not just, I will park your car for you. He's like, Michael, I think you're making a big mistake, right? Hey, let's talk about your feelings, buddy. I think you're not doing too well today, right? This is like a like a, a artificially intelligent, self-aware uh, car that 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 works with Michael. So in in that case, it's it's not just, you know, a story about a guy. It's really like a buddy cop thing. It's the guy and his buddy who happens to just be a car, but he's like a person. And you'll never forget all the the red lights in the car when he talked and the red light out on the, on the front of the car that, yeah. that was kind of like Cylon style. Exactly. It looked like a Cylon, right? Like, So that's that kid is definitely on my list because I mean, it's a cool Trans Am, but it's a self-aware buddy too. It's, it's a friend. Well, and what's great is you could take a road trip and take a nap and your car will drive you there. So Uh you don't even need to worry about like paying attention to the road. Yeah. He was a friend. They could talk you to each other with the watch. Remember Michael Knight could talk to his watch watch. and and would connect him to Kit um yeah it was totally cool you would love to have one i love how the fact that like that dash had all those buttons on it but he only ever like hit like three of them you know? <laughs> the entire yeah. run of the show it's like this this and this and then like what all the rest of these buttons do well they were probably there for the the 
night industries people, right? Because here's a, another guy who works for some, you know, private organization that fights evil, probably illegally. So, um, but yeah, Kit, I knew it'd be on your list. I didn't know the Fall Guy GMC would be on your list, but I knew this would be on your list. Well, I think my next two are going to be a bit hard. I, we might not have the same. Are we going to start here. to diverge at this point? I think we are. So my next one is from the TV show Riptide that ran from 1984 to 1986. And the premise was these two guys, former Vietnam veterans, go back and they're, they become private investigators. And they work out of one of the guy's boats, which is called the Riptide. They have this big, huge helicopter. One of them flies a helicopter. And one of them drives a 1960 Chevy Corvette C1. So like the beautiful red convertible, gorgeous, beautiful Corvette. So nothing fantastic about it. It can't jump anything. It's like a legitimate vehicle that you could drive around town and look like a total stud because you're in a 1960s Corvette. So I've never heard of that show. And you're telling me that it doesn't jump? It doesn't jump. It's not bulletproof. It doesn't uh, have an AI that can talk to you? Can't talk to it. Doesn't have ejectable seats. It's a convertible. So you can put the top down and you can roll up to a girl and be like, hey, you want to go for a ride? She'd be like, yeah. And then uh, you could take her back to the boat and then you go for a cruise on the boat or you could then go to the helicopter and go for a flight in the helicopter. Oh, I can scarcely, you know, stave off my enthusiasm about this one. You know, what's funny is when I was looking this up and I, 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 I found that show and I'm like, yes, I remember this show. Cause I did watch that show. I was, what's you know, the show called again? Called Riptide. And they only, yeah, they only did it for like two seasons. And I wish I actually went online to see if I could try to find it somewhere so I could watch more of it and uh, couldn't find any, but uh, Riptide, Riptide's out there somewhere. Rip, I'm writing this down now. I've never heard of that show. Riptide. You got it. Riptide. It sounds okay. Check it out. It sounds nautical. It does sound nautical. It is. It's not really nautical. It's like, um, remember Simon and Simon? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of, it's basically Simon and Simon, but they're not brothers, they're friends. And then there's a third guy that's like their nerd. And he, um, the nerdy guy, like, is their kind of tech guy. So, and he's like super nerdy, wears <laughs> glasses man. and like, yeah, total, like, you know, so stereotypical nerdy Everybody guy. Everybody had to have a hacker man, right? Yep. And then the two main <laughs> guys are like all studly rolling around in the Corvette and, and, and stuff. And, but, uh, and solving, solving crimes, solving mysteries. Is that what they were doing? Yeah, they were they were private. What an interesting premise. Exactly. Very similar to okay. Simon and Simon. <laughs> so and, and and the car was a 1960 what? Corvette. Corvette. Okay. Yeah, it was a beautiful car. That's it. Not nothing fancy about this one. Just a nice, lovely Corvette car. Well, I like it. It's uh, I don't know anything about it. And I learned something to, with that. I, I don't I never heard of the show. I don't know anything about it. So I learned something and I feel, I feel good about that. I'm actually going to go research more on this because I don't have a life. That's good. Even when the pandemic's not here, I do stuff like that. So yeah, look up Riptide. And if you can find a, find it anywhere, let me know. Cause I'd, I'd like to rewatch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll do that. Yeah. While I'm trying to look for how much some of these cars are, I will look for how much that car is. A sixties Corvette probably goes for a decent amount. I mean, they're not, they're, they're collectibles, but uh, they were reasonably well made, you know, made a decent number of them. So yeah, you probably well, find, you can find one. You see well, them out I need every to find once. One. I need, it's, I've been divorced now for so many years and I don't have a Corvette. So 
Dude, that's the uh, one to get. That's the one to get because it's a classic. You don't want to get one of the new ones. That's like midlife oh, crisis that's douche, car. Yeah, that's douchebag car. Yeah, right but if you get a classic vet, then you've got style. Yeah. Okay. Are we going for our fourth one now? Is that, are we on our fourth uh, one? Third one. Your third one. Third one? Oh, yep. third one. Yes. I don't even know where we are now. My third one. So I'm going for Miami Vice's Ferrari Testarossa. And I did that because I thought you were going to pick, I wanted to pick Magnum PI's Ferrari, but I, I, I figured maybe I'd pick something else. Yeah, Miami Vice, 1984 to 1989. There's a cool story behind this. They actually used, uh, when they started the show, they used a replica. So the, the Ferrari Testarossa wasn't, it wasn't, the car that they used wasn't real. Mm-hmm. It was a replica. So it was actually like a, a modified Corvette standing in as a Ferrari because Ferrari wouldn't give them one for the show. And then the show became really popular and like one of the most stylish shows of the eighties, if not the most stylish show, right? Slick suits, um, Miami style. It was, and then Ferrari was like, Oh, oops. Hey, uh, producers in 1986, they're like, Hey, producers, here are two real ones, but we'll only give you these real uh, Testarossas if you blow up your replica on screen. And they did. They did. It was part of a show where the, one of the bad guys like shot shot some kind of missile and they, they blew up the original replica one. Yeah, I remember that because the original one was black and then the new one was white. Yeah. I remember the colors. Yeah, and I, I have to look into this whole story more. I just found out about it just not like I was reading up on it before we met, but I was like, there's, there's a whole story behind this. Interesting. And it, it even had an eighties car phone in there. Oh, sweet. And that was badass back then. Right. Nowadays you're like, Oh, a phone who cares? But back. And these guys are detectives. I don't know. In the eighties, we paid detectives really well. Like they had Armani suits and, and, and Ferraris and, and eighties car phones. Lived on a boat. He had a pet crocodile. Or alligator, I don't know, one or the other. Crocodile yeah. or alligator. And all you had to do was be a detective back then, and you were you were making bank. Yeah, that was the way to do it, man. I guess this, like, one of them are, ended up in a pawn shop in Miami, like, in, the, in, like, 2012. One of the cars? Yeah. And then it ended up online again, so it was kind of bouncing around or something. I need to look more into it because I didn't have enough time to look into this story. But I want to look into the story of these uh, Miami Vice Ferrari Testosterostas because um, there, there was a lot going on there. And that, I think that could be a whole, whole thing in and of itself. Um, you, you can buy a 1986 Ferrari Testarossa today, and it'll only set you back a minimum of 100 grand. Minimum? Uh-huh. Oh, well, that's great. No problem. So just write a check, Milo, and hook it up. Let's oh, go. Yeah, 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 I got it. I'll, uh, yeah, next time I'm uh, over visiting, I'll, uh, I'll pick one up. Thanks. Yeah, but that's that's my choice because I I, I like Miami Vice. I thought they were so cool. So oh, yeah, everybody did then. They were and like they, and they, 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 they were dressed all nice and all the time where they were like walking around Miami at night to Genesis songs, shaking down perps. I was like, oh. And whoever thought we wouldn't be Sonny and Crockett, whoever thought we'd be a couple of office clubs making podcasts. If you think about it too, like there was a lot of violence in that show. Like a lot of people getting shot, people taking drugs, like prostitution. 
And we were very young kids <laughs> and our parents let us watch that show yeah, with them. They'd yeah. be like up watching it and be like, yeah, I want to watch Miami Vice too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another, sure. another example of things uh, kids shouldn't be watching that they did in the eighties. All right. My next choice. So this one's a bit outside the box, but I'm going to count it. There was a TV show called the Highwayman, starring Sam Jones, who you might know as flash Gordon. Oh, what? Yes. So they, it only was only on for one year. It was a Glenn Larson show uh, who we know as the creator of Knight Rider and many other shows. So the concept of this show was that it takes place a little bit in the future, in this case, 1992. <laughs> and there are these highwaymen that work for the government and they drive around in these semi-trucks doing government crime-solving stuff. And the highwayman's truck was a 1980 Kenworth cab over with an 8V92T diesel engine, but then they took $287,000 and converted it into the futuristic truck used in the series, which what it could do was, so it was a black semi-truck and above the cab in the front is where he sat. And it basically what it could do, it had these jet things on the side. So if he needed to go fast, he could hit the jet things and go super fast in his semi-truck. It could turn the, the cab could open up or like above, above the cab, it opened up and uh, helicopter blades would come out and it could turn into a helicopter and fly around. And of course, since it's semi truck, he had a little car in the bed of the truck. So if he needed a, a car, he could just hop in the car and drive out of the bed of the truck and cruise around in his car. Flash Gordon. That sounds amazing. How do I not know about this? It or wasn't, I don't, or at least I don't remember it. The thing is, like, I remembered the thing. I had to look for this because I remember this. I'm like, I remember this weird truck thing that turned into a helicopter. And I actually thought it might have been a 70s, but I looked it up and no, it was an 80s show. And uh, so it falls under our list and it's a truck. You know who else was in the show? And I didn't realize it until I was researching it either is uh, Tim Russ, who played Tuvok on Star Trek uh, Voyager. Really? This has got to be a rewatch. This sounds amazing. It was only on one season? Yeah, you can find a couple episodes on YouTube. How can this only have been on one season? I I don't think Sam Jones is that talented of an actor. <laughs> well, who cares when you have a semi-truck with a car attached and that can turn into a helicopter? Yeah, and, and it's, and it's he runs around, you know, and he's like a total badass, too. He just like, you know, walks into a place and like, you can't be here. And he's like, I don't care. You know, pushes him out of the way. And then like somebody gets in his face and he pulls out this gun. And I remember the gun, like it was like super powerful. Like you you shoot something in, and like every shot would like cause something to explode. Well, that's just an 80s gun. That's 80s power, like the car jump powers. Things just happened like that back then. It was 80s sci-fi gun. Um, but yeah, what was cool is because I didn't realize how much they they took the truck, which they had to spend money on. And then they spent another like just under 300000 in the 80s to convert it into this thing. And the truck is still out there. Somebody now owns it and, and can, you know, so you can actually see this particular truck that this guy owns and uh, you know, we have to find that person and get them to talk to us. Yeah, dude, if you're the dude that owns that truck, call, let us know <laughs> and come yeah. on our show. Tell us about it. We, we have a contact form. Do we contact, have contact us, dude? We want to know what's going on with that wicked truck. Yeah. Tell us about it. What's the show called? It's called The Highwayman. The Highwayman. Yeah. So look up The Highwayman. It's all one word, Highwayman. Uh, Highwayman TV show starring Sam Jones. 
I'm learning so much from you today. I'm a TV nerd, my friend. TV Thank you nerd. Thank being a friend. So I'm doing my fourth one? Your fourth one. Okay. And you have so many more interesting ones, but I'm going the classic. Okay. The Dukes of Hazard 1969 Dodge Charger. Okay. Again, why did I pick this? I have keen memories of the car jumping. Again, in the 1980s, we had these great, this great phenomenon that happened from um, the 1st of January 1980 until December 31st, 1989, where you could literally just run into things and your car would ramp off it. It was, I, I think it was some kind of comet or something. But that's what this Dodge Charger did all the time. It was always jumping with their as they jumped in slow motion. Um, you probably couldn't do the whole Confederate flag thing as much today. That's probably pretty questionable if you had a car uh, with that whole thing on there today. And I didn't, I, I didn't even remember because I was a kid why these two guys were running from the cops all the time. I just liked it. Because when you have two guys running from the cops in a 69 Dodge Charger jumping around and hooting and hollering, it's just, I do, you don't even know what the show's about, but it's awesome. Um, and another thing I remember is you had to get in and out from the front windows. Yeah, yeah. Like it was too cool for doors. Like they don't have time for doors when they're running from the cops. They got to jump through the window and just get to just get to going. Well, you know it was what I'm a, saying? It was a racing car, so they had to weld the door shut so that it could be a racing car. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah. But they're always jumping in and out of the windows, which I thought was amazing. Yeah. Like if I tried to do that now, it it would, wouldn't look as cool because I'm kind of old. And it would take a little bit of time, like a little bit of cracks and creaks. Mm -hmm. um, but for a young guy, it's probably cool. And it just looked like a life-size Hot Wheels, like a real life Hot Wheels. I don't, I don't know if you can get, like, I, I, I looked around there's 60, you can get a 69 Dodge Charger today for uh, $65,000. Wow. Yeah. Those things are spendy, bro. It's because people want to get them and turn them into the General Lee. Probably, and that's probably why I couldn't even find an, an 82 Pontiac Trans Am. Hmm. Now, you can get kind of a cheap other years for a, a Trans Am, even starting at like 6000 They have a replica of kit, but it's an 83 Trans Am for hmm. forty three grand. So, if you want one, I, so this is something interesting I learned. I don't know if it's still, but um, David Hasselhoff is actually selling his kit car. So his very oh. own one that he owns is currently for sale. And if you want it, you can buy the Hoff's very own kit car. Dude, how much? I don't remember. I didn't see the price, but I think it's being auctioned or something like that. So we going to set up like a GoFundMe or a Patreon page or something. something. So, so we can buy his, his car? Yeah. And then we can roll around in it and take pictures of ourselves riding around in, in David Hasselhoff's kit. And people would enjoy those pictures. We could charge people to sit in it and take their picture. So we could actually make money off of it. Yeah. Except for people who donated to our GoFundMe. Oh, that could be like part of the GoFundMe. Like if you donate to the GoFundMe, we'll actually let you get in the car and you don't have to pay for it. Yeah, that's good. And depending, we'll have different levels. Maybe if they pay enough, we'll let them drive around the block with us oh. in the passenger seat, of course, to make sure they don't you know, run off with it, but still. Well, we, we can just look maybe have little chips of paint that we can send to people if they 
kind of like those TV preachers do with holy water, you know. I'll send you a little vial of holy water if you send me some money. And they go, ah, they're making bang, dude. Huh. This is a chip of paint from Kit. Boy, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to do that. I couldn't do it. I'd feel too bad. Yeah. Maybe some dust. This is with dust on the kit. On the kit. Some of the motor oil. How about that? Yeah. So we could drain go. the oil and be like little vials of motor oil from Kit. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think if we were going to have a versus, like a competition kind of thing, which we didn't today, but if we did, I think your highwayman truck probably would have taken the cake there. Because I, I don't remember it, but it sounds amazing. Yeah, look it up. Definitely look it up when when we get off here. You'll see it looks awesome. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. Um, and I'm I'm. You think I'm lying? You think I'm joking? But I'm actually gonna see if I can track down the guy who owns it. Dude, if you could do that and get him on this podcast, you would be a hero. I'm gonna do it. You think I won't do it? I I will wait and see. You know, I I don't think you really do much of anything. So I don't know. I was trying to think of something snarky to say. No, yeah, I don't. I, well, I don't do much of anything. That's why I'll do this because I got some time, bro. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome if you could do that. Okay. Well, it seems like another episode of the 80s and 90s Uncensored has come to an end. Until next time, we're out of here. Like the General Lee at a BLM protest. Woo-hoo!